SAFM. A good day to you, Mzansi. Welcome to Otherwise on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. Hazel Makuzeni is the producer of the show, and Derek Fordyce is our technical producer for today. Our contact details are 0892-102010. Email otherwise at safm.co.za. Tweets at otherwise SAFM or at Shadow Twala. Now, on the show today, my guest is Lara Rosmarin, who is the CEO of Seed Academy which is offering entrepreneurial training of more than 2.4 million. She shares details with us. Then we hear about the Lilizela Awards from Mike Dawatswala, Corporate Communications and PR Manager at Limpopo Tourism Agency. But first, our lunch bite for today. And today is about success, gratitude, climbing the ladder. There's a Malay proverb that says, though a tree grows ever so high, the falling leaves return to the ground. So many of us work for and aspire to professional success. We have worked hard and long to get where we are and we deserve the rewards of our position. It is also important that we periodically take time to take stock of where we are and who we are. Do we judge ourselves by our accomplishments? Does accomplishment mean worthiness in our books? How have we been able to get where we are and do we feel good about the way we did it? Do we need to make amends to some people and express our gratitude to others? It is important to recognize that our achievements not only speak well for us, they speak well for those persons and forces, seen, unseen, and unnoticed that have been active in our lives. So today, success offers me the opportunity to reflect on those who have given me much and to be grateful for their gifts. Lara Rosmarin is the CEO of Seed Academy, and uh, Lara spent her early career in corporate environment, specialising in behaviour risk management. More recently, she's worked in the NGO space, the capacity of business development, advising some of South Africa's top companies in the space of CSI and Alliance strategy. Lara Rosmarin, welcome to Otherwise, and thank you for your time. Thank you so much for inviting us onto your show. Well, Laura, you know, I just read a lunch bite now about success offering people the opportunity to reflect on those who've given them much and to be grateful for their gifts. But you've also done more than that. You're giving back. We are giving back. We are looking to work with unbelievable entrepreneurs who've got great business ideas and want to take their businesses to the next level. Before you even give us those details, tell us a bit about Seed Academy. So Seed Academy, in essence, is a school for entrepreneurship. We look to help entrepreneurs to build their businesses. We meet them where they're at, and we help them move to their next checkpoints in their entrepreneurial journey. I think what differentiates Seed Engine from and Seed Academy from the other entrepreneurial training schools that are out there is that our course is very much hands-on. It is run by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. We are not textbook-based. Um, we are not driven by rules and regulations. We work with individuals on their individual businesses and their individual needs. And, and you're launching in Cape Town? We're launching in Cape Town at the end of this month. Um, in the past 15 months in Johannesburg, we've worked with close on 300 entrepreneurs, and we thought it was now time to move into the Cape Town space. What is an entrepreneur in your books? That's a good question, but I think, <laughs> I think for me, an entrepreneur is somebody who can take an idea and make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all very well and good to have a great idea 
and to sit with it for 10 years and not really do much with it, but a real entrepreneur will be able to take a great idea and to make it happen. I think in the experience that I've had in working with entrepreneurs, the greatest challenge is that we meet unbelievable entrepreneurs with really average business ideas. And on the flip side, we meet average entrepreneurs with unbelievable business ideas. Mm -hmm. So they come into our school either looking to work on themselves as the entrepreneur or on the business idea to take it to the next level. Do you work within a, a particular industry or is it across the board? So in the past, our focus has been in the tech space, but at this moment in time, we're working across the board, so no specific industry at all. So from startup, when is the right time for you to step in or for the entrepreneur to come to Seed Academy? They can come to us when they've just got an idea that they haven't even launched. It doesn't need to be post-revenue at all. It can be still in ideation phase. Okay, so, you know, I, I want to open a barbershop and, and, and that idea, what, what, what do I do then? Okay, so then I would suggest you visit our website. We've got a couple <laughs> of questions for you to fill out on seedacademy.co.za. It will help mm -hmm. to direct your thinking um, about around what it is exactly you want to do. And then we would be able to advise you which of our programs would be the most suitable for you. You've worked with, with a lot of entrepreneurs or, or wannabe entrepreneurs. What has been the biggest mistake and the biggest challenge that you found? And, 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 and we'll talk about solutions in a bit. But uh, what have you identified as a, the recurring mistake that young entrepreneurs you know make I think there are a couple of errors but one that's glaringly obvious to me is that entrepreneurs spend a lot of time working on the business rather than working on themselves because it's one thing to build an unbelievable business but the team and the people that are going to be driving this business and taking this business to a point of sustainability uh, and to a place of momentum also need to grow so entrepreneurs are so busy focusing on the business that they forget to focus on themselves and seeing what their growth checkpoints need to be another misconception among um, startups and entrepreneurs is that funding equals success Funding doesn't necessarily equal success. Mm. Traction equals success. Customers equal success. So those are two, um, two areas that we've seen that there's really need for growth um, in the entrepreneurial space. I like the idea, actually, that and, and when you said the work, work on themselves, just go back there. What do they need to do for themselves? Because it's, it's difficult. You start a company, you want to fulfill every promise, and you, you're trying to make it grow and make sure everything, all your ducks are in a row. Why is it important to work on yourself? Well, our program is called the Think, Be, Do program, which talks to the skill set, mindset, attitudes, and behaviors of an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Because as your business grows, you're going to need to be able to address the challenges that you come across. And if you are not growing as a leader, those challenges are going to be very, very difficult for you. Um, we, we teach that you need to be able to do with a small team what you're able to do with a big team. So you start, start small and you're able to implement large. So I think that is really something that entrepreneurs have grappled with, but those that have gone in the program have understood the benefits. So growing their skill set, mindset, attitudes, and behaviors. I used to have a poster in my office of the entrepreneurial journey, and it was a roller coaster. It was the biggest picture of a roller coaster <laughs> that I could find. And that really depicts the journey of the entrepreneur because there are incredible highs, there are incredible lows, Mm -hmm. You're spinning a lot of the time. And I think as long as your mindset 
is correct and you're working on yourself, you'll be able to address those challenges a lot better. So do you tell me what to think about for that mindset? Do you take me through the thinking processes? Well, I take you through the process of addressing challenges, how you would managing challenges, your locus of control, what it is within yourself, how do you address a team, um, what sort of leadership style do you have? All those sorts of things are covered in the program, obviously as well as business skills. Are we all leaders? Good, good question. Um, <laughs> because some of us... Some of us are definitely more naturally born for a leadership position than others, but I think leadership can be taught and, and leadership skills can be improved. Mm, mm. So so you want, one is, is encouraged then to work with a team because a lot of people I know want to start a business and want it to be for themselves, find it difficult to translate their ideas and faith and trust in, in an extra group of people. And they think they can do it on their own until they have enough money, hopefully to, to include or employ somebody else. Absolutely. And you know, something that, that has come across from the entrepreneurs that we've interviewed, because we interview our, all our entrepreneurs before we work with them, is that entrepreneurship is an incredibly lonely space. Mm. Because you're so scared to share your idea with somebody, because either they're going to negate your idea that you've been living with, dreaming about since you were five years old, um, or they're going to steal your idea and run with your concept. So entrepreneurship is, is, has been in the past quite a lonely space. And we see that the, mo the more successful businesses are those that are made up of a team. Mm -hmm. um, each person bringing in a different skill set to the business um, and working together as a team. Those are definitely the, the startups that have um, one step up. So these mentors who are other business, who are other entrepreneurs that have, have succeeded, they yes. come back and, and then uh, assist in, in developing your business. Are they also, do you choose them according to the kind of uh, business it is or that is, that is tailored for, for, for that sort of industry? So the entrepreneurs, the, the mentors and coaches um, that work with our entrepreneurs on the 10-week Think Be Do program, which is run once a week um, from 6 till 9 in the evenings because we know that most entrepreneurs have a job during the day because they're bootstrapping their business. The people that run those workshops are skilled in the particular area that they are going to be talking about in the workshop. Thereafter, should the entrepreneurs require coaching and mentoring in their specific industries, we're able to channel them in that way. So let's talk about the 2.4 million rand. It, yes. it, it sounds like a major amount of money, but really possibly not enough for the kind of uh, work that you need to do. So I think it's a good start. Mm. It's definitely a good start. We're looking to work with over 100 entrepreneurs to help them get their businesses up and running uh, to a point where they could either apply for funding to a VC um, or are ready to go to market with their idea if they haven't yet done so. But there are so many unbelievable entrepreneurs in the South African space mm. that I think double that amount of money would go to good use as well. Well, it's providing jobs that are not there at the moment and that are so sorely needed by our economy. Exactly. I mean, it's at the forefront of the government's mandate. Job creation is at the forefront of our government's mandate. And the only way that we can assist is by creating new sustainable businesses that will in time create sustainable jobs. It's all very well and good to open a business tomorrow that closes in three weeks' time, but we haven't really achieved anything. So we're looking at sustainable business long-term growth. Who sustains you? <laughs> Good question. Good question. Um, so I think there are a variety of, of, variety of stakeholders that are involved in sustaining the program. But
but I think it's a good opportunity for government and corporate to come together and to partner to help empower entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and to help create jobs and businesses. I see your particular focus is for women entrepreneurs, but it doesn't mean that young men uh, are shut out completely. Absolutely. My personal focus, and I see that it's come out strong in the media um, (laughs) over the past few weeks, is definitely focusing on women. Um, You know, there's been a huge amount of talk about men who work and working men. And women who work have been spoken about very differently. And women are multifaceted and they're able to do a lot of things. And I know a lot of women are now looking to develop their own careers and move back into the world of work or start their own businesses because they have more control. They feel they have more control if they're in their own businesses. And my focus is definitely working with women. I've worked with some absolutely unbelievable women over the past 15 months. And I'm so hoping that women who are sitting at home or sitting in corporate careers that are wanting to do something on their own or go into their own business are listening to your show and will email us and make contact with us. Are you looking at a particular age group or is anything goes and anyone goes? So I'm very open to say that anybody goes. We've worked with entrepreneurs from the age of 18, and the oldest entrepreneur that I've consulted to has been 82. But our genuine, our general age group is between 18 to, I'd say, 50 is a good span mm-hmm. of where, they've, where it's been in the past. And are there particular businesses that still lack in South Africa? Because if we're all going to want to be barbers or all want to run a, 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 a service that already exists, and, and we'll talk about the diff- different industries because I'm interested in the type of industries that are still not, um, um, you know, utilized or, or, or penetrated, if you like. But are there, are there areas that you think more women would want or would would benefit from going into? You know, I don't think it's so much area specific. I think it's skill specific and I think it's it's identifying a gap in the market. I'm learning from working with entrepreneurs from all different backgrounds. They're identifying problems in their communities or gaps in their communities mm. or in their lives and they're coming up with solutions and they're presenting these solutions to us, which have been absolutely fabulous. I mean, we work with entrepreneurs right from our Roots program, which are entrepreneurs in the township areas, in the rural areas that are coming to us and saying, these are problems in our communities and we've got really good ideas to help solve them to to much to entrepreneurs at, at the higher end that are creating apps and businesses that are online so it's not necessarily industry specific either no not for me no it's just about a specific identifying a specific need and finding a way to address that need so what's the process now we've heard we've got your your idea of and you open to all ideas what do we do Okay, so you visit seedacademy.co.za and there's an online application form which will take you less than three minutes to fill out and you'd fill out that application form and then we would contact you and we would make a time to interview you. We like to meet with all our entrepreneurs before we start working with them on the process um, and, and in the program. Or if they'd like, they can drop me an email, lara, L-A-R-A, at seedacademy.co.za and I can reply to you directly. directly. What about those people that are not in Johannesburg and Cape Town? Because you can't meet those, or do you go to them? So we do have programs that are very portable, and we are moving our programs around to all sorts of locations. 
Um, the ones that have been set for this year are Cape Town and Johannesburg, but we are looking to go into the rural areas um, as well as other major cities. So it's definitely in our focus and in our plan. Um, it's just taking us a little bit of time to make sure that when we move to a location, we're able to service the needs of that community. Are you able, if somebody is listening from other areas and is interested in, in becoming part of Seed Academy or assisting you uh, fast-track your launch in, in that area, are you open to those kind of ideas? Absolutely, with pleasure. We're open to working together. We love partnerships. I mean, we've recently, recently just learned, launched South Africa's first startup survey where we're asking people to please complete our survey and let us know what it is that startups are struggling with. Be You being a funder of a startup, you being a startup that's looking for funding, you being a startup in the space, anybody in the startup space, we're asking you to, to please be part of our survey so that we can engage the different stakeholders and we can all work together. Our ecosystem needs partnership, it needs um, us all to embrace one another and really work together to help those who are trying to start businesses move to the next level and be successful. Now, you also write children's books. I hear. <laughs> yes, funnily enough. <laughs> How's that? Yes. Um, I did write, I've written one children's book for Penguin. It was written many years ago. My son was very sick in hospital and I was looking to raise money for a particular charity and I thought writing a book would be a really great way uh, to raise some money and um, we did. We printed 14,000 copies of the book and we were very lucky that we had unbelievable support from Penguin and a whole lot of other stakeholders and we managed to sell 10,000 copies before we launched and 4,000 went into circulation. Fantastic. And you, that was for charity as well? That was for charity, yes, absolutely. How's your son? He's very good and well, thank you. Oh, how old is he now? He's now six years old and he was a couple of weeks old when he was six. So uh, the book was my give back. It was my husband and my way of, of giving back um, to the other parents. And he's healthy now. And he's healthy and well. Fantastic. So you, are you thinking of writing any more books? Can we task you to do that as a, fund, as a continuous fundraising um, It would be idea. a good idea. I think I'd have to write between two and four in the morning, but I'm not averse <laughs> to that. So if you've got a great storyline after reading my first book, let me know, and maybe we can partner on the second book together, you and I. Is the book still available, A Magical Day for Dreaming? I'm not sure it was available in exclusive books. I'm not sure if there was a second round of printing done. All the money went to charity. So I have no idea if they've printed a second run, but I'm sure you can phone exclusive books and they'd be able to help you. No, I'm going to phone Penguin because okay, if, yeah. if, 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 <laughs> Penguin if that book is still available, why why don't we continue to use it to raise funds for whatever charity you want to absolutely, raise funds for? Absolutely. I, it's always I good think. to raise money and to give back and it's Seed Engine that really is our focus. I think that's an amazing idea. Congratulations well done with with uh, Seed Academy, and 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 if if you open to companies as well, uh, giving Absolutely. you money for for, for Seed. If, eh? if companies would like to to sponsor entrepreneurs on the program, that would be fabulous. If companies would like to nominate entrepreneurs that are working within their business units to come on the program, everybody's welcome to apply. Fantastic, Laura at SeedAcademy.co.za. Thank you so much. Uh, we, we so love you. Thank you for what you're doing. And good luck. And keep us posted when you open other centers around the country. We will. And thank you for your time. Thank you, Laura. So appreciate. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, she's so passionate. Laura at seedacademy.co.za. And uh, go to their website. You've got a business idea. And it, it 
any business will do. I, I've never heard of anything like this. I think it's an it's an amazing thing to happen for for the country at the moment. And if you get you, you're not paying for anything, you just you, you know somebody's helping you become uh, who you want to become. I think it's an amazing idea. Seedacademy.co.za, and you may email Laura at seedacademy.co.za. Well, we'll take a little break and then come back to hear about the Lily Zella Awards. 2015. They're calling for entries. Otherwise, on SAFM. Mike Dowatswala. I hope I've said that right, Mike Dowatswala. You have just pronounced it very well. You know, you just pronounced it back. You're actually staying with me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I'd get it wrong. Dowatswala. Yes, that's, that's, that's a correct uh, pronunciation for it. Welcome to Otherwise. Thank you very much, and uh, really, I appreciate the time. Lily Zela, Lily, 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 Lily Awards. Because <laughs> Lily Zela is annihilating, right? Yes. Lily Zela Awards, uh, when did they start? Was Is this their second year, or was it their first year? You mean Lily Zela Awards? Yes. No. No, no, Lily Zella Awards have actually started, uh, of course, this is the second year. Uh-huh. Uh, we have actually been having quite a number of uh, awards uh, differently, and, uh, you know, others would actually be called by other names. But I think uh, the department then realized it was very important for them to just, you know, amalgamate all these awards and then bring them under one name, which is Lily Zella. So it will be the first year that all the tourism awards are under one umbrella? No, no, it's going to, it's, it's actually the second year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually started last, actually it, this year will be the third year because the first year was uh, in 2013 uh, when we, uh, when they were actually launched, uh, the Lelizella Awards were launched in, in Pretoria. Uh, I mean, they were actually for the first time held in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year they were held in Johannesburg. And uh, we will be having the third time, it will be the third time uh, since the Lilizella was have actually been launched. Okay, so so you, as the as, as the Limpopo office tourism agency, are just uh, the coordinators. No, no, we're not the coordinators. By the way, we actually also are participants. Um, but what we actually did, uh, you know, the, uh, the past weeks, we um, had uh, one of our one of our uh, our products that's uh, from Limpopo who mm. participated. And last year, during the second Lizella Awards, uh, she won the Itea Awards, which is part of the Lizella Awards. Mm-hmm. And what we actually did was just to try and make sure that we give her exactly the same amount that she got nationally. And we had to, you know, make sure that we give her rent for rent because she got 100,000 rent for mm. Uh, the best uh, Itaya Lilizela award in the country. Mm-hmm. And what we then did was to give her uh, that, uh, you know, the same amount that she got, 100,000. Uh, she got it nationally. We actually had to put it up and uh, top it up with another 100,000 rent as a province. Mm. It sounds yes. like a lot of money. But uh, I want you to do stay on the line for me. We're going to take news headlines, Mike. And then okay. let's, let's, let's talk about your call for entries. Uh, and, and, and what it entails. But we'll come back after this. Otherwise, on SAFM. 
My guest is Head Manager, Corporate Communications and PR for Limpopo Tourism Agency, Mike Dawatwala. And we're talking about the Lilizela Awards. So we're calling for entries. Who should enter? The, we actually are calling for uh, people who actually have uh, qualifications in various categories because there are quite a number of categories. Unfortunately, I do not have, uh, you know, the um, you know the document that actually indicates which categories. But mm-hmm. what we actually are doing is we call for um, all the uh, tourism establishments, not only tourism establishments, but even individuals who are actually you know uh, having. In, who are having very uh, extinct, you know, uh, distinct work, um, you know, like the tourist guides, mm. because last year, uh, you know, our guide was actually one of the best uh, nature guides that actually also won. Mm. And uh, we also call for tourism establishments like, uh, you know, those who have actually been uh, established within 10 years down and uh, others which are actually also old, which are actually also taking care of environment, which are also taking care of, uh, uh, you know, which are also, you know, in terms of compliance, uh, comply with the with the green buildings and, uh, you know, a number of other categories that we actually have uh, in Lelizela Awards. Okay, so tour operators and, and and I like the fact that tourist guides are also being recognized because, yeah. you know, it's always used to be mainly businesses and big businesses. But yeah. small, so the B&B owners, B&B uh, uh, owners also can participate, right? Definitely. Actually, that's why we say... Um, because this, the, the Italia Lilizela was the one that we actually won, uh, you know, we, we got, uh, you know, the, 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 the best, uh, you know, I mean, the winner in, uh, was, uh, I mean, it's calling for people who have actually, I mean, you know, uh, entrepreneurs who have been in the business for less than 10 years. Mm. And, uh, then who also, make a turnover of not more than 10 million uh, who also don't uh, you know have employees of more than 50 uh, so these are the people who can actually uh, fairly new establishments so to say and then uh, which are also black owned by the way uh, because in the past you would always find uh, well established you know well established uh, entrepreneurs who did not uh, who would actually had you know all the reasons to win and uh, unfortunately other people who are actually coming from the you know the uh, disadvantaged background wouldn't actually be able to get that opportunity to win but this time around we also have this category that actually caters for these people who have not been you know exposed in the past so why is it important though you know because tourism i know contributes to uh, 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 largely to the economy of this country but yeah. why is it important to recognize the people that work in this industry it is very important uh, you know shadow because look um most of the times these people as people come to our country they will need to be you know um, they'll need to be um handled in a certain way mm-hmm. and uh, tourism tourism establishments especially are actually playing a very key role in terms of ensuring that the welcome and hospitality becomes one of notes 
mm. and uh, in all the uh, in all in all the provinces uh, without uh, you know without any actual counting any kind of any province but of course what then becomes important is uh, for them to uh, recognize I mean for, for them to be recognized is, is, is quite important because uh, ultimately these people who come to our country will then be able to say we can still go back to South Africa because we've, we've been able to uh, get very good hospitality and this is actually something that we really really cherish uh, to you know to closer to our hearts okay so you you, you know the entering the service excellent tour operators tourist guides visitor experience of the year accommodation um, then there's ETEA, which is the Emerging Tourism yes. Entrepreneur Award. But there's mm-hmm. a special award called the Minister's Award. Now, does anybody enter? How does it work for the Minister's no, Award? No. The Minister's Award is, is, is unfortunately not uh, anything we can really, talk, you know, that you can ev- you know, ever say, I'm just preparing for myself to uh, <laughs> enter for the Minister's Award because mm-hmm. the Minister uh, uses his own discretion or he, he had own discretion to choose which one is actually going to be the best. And for that, uh, it's something that you can never be prepared for. Uh, it's just going to be a surprise by the Minister to say, this is my uh, my establishment or my uh, you know uh, individual because sometimes you find that it's is an individual who is actually being recognized by the minister. Okay. Uh, the minister might actually ch- say, I'm choosing the chairperson of Limpopo Tourism Agency as the best, uh, ah. you know, the best, or, or as the winner in my category. It's, it's not even, uh, you know, establishment. It may not even be, um, uh, you know, tourist guys or tour operators, but individuals who are actually who have actually been shown who have shown uh, to be um very very good in terms of uh, doing tourism work mm. so so th- she has carte blanche really she can just choose anything or anyone and exactly. not not necessarily people that have entered the competition true, 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 true. okay so what what do we have to do now to to enter you where are the entries who should enter and um, what do they get? Because I'm interested in, the, you mentioned some wonderful prize money somebody won last year. Yeah. So tell us what the different, the, 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 what is possible to win. The, basically other categories uh, other than, other than Itaya who can get a hundred thousand rand or prize money or whatever, you know, for whatever uh, position they shall have gotten. Uh, the, the, the most important is others may not necessarily get money, but they get awards. Um, and of course it's actually very important. Let, let me also indicate this very, you know, upright. I mean, uh, you know, upfront that it's actually very important for people, I mean, for establishments, uh, such establishments that actually enter for these awards to also ensure that they also um, get uh, graded especially the mm. tourism facilities mm. to because uh, it's not going to be uh, good for you to actually go into I mean to enter for any award or any uh, you know uh, category of the award without you having been graded without mm. your establishment having been graded mm. either a two-star or a bungalow or whatever it should actually be graded but what then becomes important is that recognition is something that goes a long way because uh, you know it, it'll it'll actually be a way of saying you are 
you 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 have you've been able to 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 comply with the rules and the and and standards of the tourism industry mm. and for that you get the certificate or you get this kind of accolade these accolades are very important they may not necessarily be in you know in in prize money but they are extremely important because they then say you have been able to do what you are supposed to do and it helps you with your marketing obviously you it know, also you helps you with your marketing because once you've done that like the, the you know our award winner uh, in the Mpopo will be taking this award winner to germany uh, for the um wt uh, i mean uh, uh, I, I, ITB, mm-hmm. ITB, that is uh, the International Tourism Bolsa mm-hmm. uh, in Germany, will be taking this person for the whole week in Germany, and we will also be trying to expose this person to a number of businesses or a number of tourist, uh, you know, tourism uh, tourist, uh, tour, tour, tour operators all over the world so that this, uh, this, this hotel can then be known that we have this kind of a, tour, a hotel and Limpopo guest manor in Limpopo, which is actually one of the best in Limpopo. Oh, and not only in Limpopo, but in South Africa. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. No, that, that that sounds amazing. So, so what? So, what do we do to to enter? Basically, what people can do is just to, but particularly those who are from Limpopo, uh, the forms are also available on our website. They can actually be able to download them, but they can as well, you know, uh, find out from Lilizela Awards nationally. But uh, on our website is uh, com. Then they can be able to upload uh, the uh, the forms for entry uh, so that they can also be recognized uh, for this uh, very important awards. Mike, I know you, you, you've obviously selling Limpopo first, but we, we also want to get other people to enter. So what's the what's the website for Lilizella Awards? Do you have it? I unfortunately do not have, but uh, I, I guess people can simply Google yes. uh, Lilizella Awards. Yes. Uh, you simply Google Lilizella Awards, it will come out, and then you can then be able to upload those forms from the, uh, from the website of Lilizella. Okay, so when, also with 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 the Department of uh, Tourism nationally, National Department of Tourism. Okay, so I'm coming to uh, to Limpopo. Where should I stay? There are quite a number of places you can <laughs> stay, in. and uh, I've just mentioned uh, Limpopo guest manor without necessarily even you know selling them. But uh, it's actually very important for us to actually let them. Uh, I mean, to, to, for us to uh, to sell them that, especially that now that they are actually the winners of this accolade. And uh, you can then go to Limpopo guest manor. You can also go to our five star hotel, which has also won. By the way, it has actually been w- winning uh, for the past three years and uh, which is the fusion hotel the five-star fusion hotel in Pulukwani. Uh, there are quite a number of other uh, places to stay in Limpopo uh, depending on what activities you'll be doing no i was going to ask you that what is a must do uh, thing in Limpopo that i can only find in Limpopo and nowhere else in the country 
by the way, we have quite a number of a number of important areas to visit. You can also go to coming from Gauteng, you can go to Belabela where you can actually get the hot springs and uh, you just you know uh, you know swim in the in those pools and uh, with warm water and of course you can also go further to Vember uh, area where you can go to um, where you can go to um, the greater through the greater the greater uh, Mapungubeg heritage route mm. where you find the heritage route itself mm. the heritage route uh, also comprises uh, you know Tata Wondo um, forest you also get uh, the uh, Lake Funduzi you also get uh, the uh, World Heritage Site Mapungube itself you also get the Kruger National Park which is by the way uh, situated in the main in Limpopo because 70% of the Kruger National Park by the way is in Limpopo and those are some of the must-see or must-visit areas when you come to Limpopo. Okay, so were you taking your girl for Valentine's in Limpopo? <laughs> wow, my wife, I'm just taking her to a restaurant. Maybe uh, after that we'll be going to one of the uh, one of the, um, the establishments under Limpopo Tourism, uh, which is uh, the Wildlife Resorts. I'm, I'm going to be, we're going to be in um, uh, Lechalamesi. Lechalamesi is a wildlife resort which is situated in outside Sanin, uh, which is one of the best areas that people can actually also visit. Well, have a wonderful Valentine. Thank you very much, Shadow, and have a wonderful, uh, wonderful one too. To you and your wife. Thank you so much, Mike, for joining us, and and we look forward to know who the winners will be. When does the when when does the event take place? The event is going to be taking place in around October, and uh, but uh, of course the provincial one, that's the national one, by the way. The provincial one is going to be around September, uh, towards the uh, um, towards the beginning of September. And where do entries close for? For um, I've just I've I've just I've just looked. I don't remember, but I think it's around the 15th of this of March. 15th of March, okay. Yes. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you very much and your listeners too. Bye-bye. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. That is Mike Dawatswala, Head Manager, Corporate Communications and PR for Limpopo Tourism Agency. Uh, they're calling for entries for the Lilizela Awards. So whether you you use your services in, in, in accommodation or your guide or your tour operator and there's also the emerging tourism entrepreneur award which is uh, if you are new in the industry younger than 10 years uh, go to www.golimbobo.com if you're in Limpopo but also uh, the national awards are called the Lily Zella awards l-i-l-i-z-e-l-a awards and i wish you all the best good luck to you